0: This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation and its upcoming annual convention January 7th through the 12th in Atlanta. Learn more at annualconvention.fb.org. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The House of Representatives cleared a major part of President Joe Biden's agenda today, leaving the bill for an uncertain future in the Senate. The House passed the $1.75 trillion Build Back Better reconciliation package today in a party line 220 to 213 vote, with only one Democrat voting in opposition. The bill includes big investments in conservation and climate-smart ag practices. Speaking Thursday in advance of the bill's passage, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack told the National Association of Farm Broadcasting he was looking forward to seeing the bill across the finish line.
1: Uh, which will provide an historic and and unprecedented uh, investment in both uh, conservation and forestry that would allow us to significantly ratchet up our efforts in, in, in helping farmers adjust to and mitigate to the impacts of a changing climate.
0: The package includes a host of Democratic priorities, including climate spending and paid family leave, but the bill is expected to be trimmed in order to pass the Senate. Nebraska Republican Don Bacon voted against the bill along with the rest of his Republican colleagues and says he hopes Senate moderate Democrats are able to trim the legislation.
1: I'm sure the Senate will pass something, uh, but it'll be a much more watered down version, I believe. I don't have a crystal ball, but Senator Manchin's already said he's opposed to this bill. And so I think there'll be changes, hopefully be changes for the better. And so for those who are cheering, uh, maybe they cheer too fast, but I just pray the Senator mansion holds tight, Senator cinema holds tight, and we keep getting this bill to be less toxic.
0: There's more on the legislation in our coverage on agripulse.com, where you can also hear additional comments from Bacon in our Washington Week in Review. Farmers hope efforts to bolster global climate commitments will keep ag production in mind. Agripulse's Hannah Pagel has more.
2: A farmer leader says a recent international conference on climate change shows the challenges facing agriculture around the world as countries look to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Ernie Shea is the president of Solutions from the Land. He recently returned from the COP26 conference in Glasgow, Scotland, and says governments from around the world were able to hear from their farmer leaders and what works best for them.
1: Enable us. Don't mandate. Don't require us to use certain pathways and tools and practices that may or may not fit my unique farming operation.
2: Shea says there is no one silver bullet when identifying the best practice to use to reduce greenhouse gas emissions, and a bottom-up approach is going to be the best way to see change.
1: Don't come at us like the European Union is right now with top-down mandated solutions where they are trying to get to a climate target by reducing, forcing reductions in the amount of uh, fertilizer or uh, uh, pesticides that are applied. So it's a totally different approach. We're bottom-up, incentive-based. Others are saying we're going to prescribe how you will farm because we know better. And that's not going to work.
2: Reporting from the National Association of Farm Broadcasting Convention in Kansas City, I'm Hannah Peggle.
0: Finally today, the efforts to expand processing capacity in the beef industry could be expected to focus on smaller or more medium-sized facilities. Some suggested that approach should be pursued as the coronavirus pandemic shut down individual plants that took large swaths of the nation's production capacity offline. University of Missouri Livestock Economist Scott Brown says a variety of factors can be expected to play into the new size preference.
1: We may not see the big five and 6,000 head plants coming in, something smaller than that, I'm not certain that's driven as much by trying to do risk mitigation relative to the next pandemic as some other economic factors that, that make those perhaps better choices size wise. Uh, try, trying to find enough labor for five or six thousand is a little different than trying to find enough labor for someone that's going to run 1,500 head a day.
0: Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Strive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Join thousands of farmers and ranchers from all across the country at the American Farm Bureau's annual convention in Atlanta, January 7th through the 12th. All are welcome. Register today at annualconvention.fb.org. Before we let you go, a brief programming note. There will be no drive time next week in observance of the Thanksgiving holiday. That's all for today's drive time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting from the National Association of Farm Broadcasting Convention in Kansas City, Spencer Chase, Agripulse.